Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi there, it's Megan Mitchell from Agents of Change. Thanks for checking out my podcast. If you enjoy the content, please check out my ASWB test prep courses for the bachelor's, master's, and clinical exams. Each Agents of Change course includes more than 30 key topics that closely match the ASWB KSA content areas. Our content is great for both auditory and visual learners and includes video walkthroughs, supplemental materials, hundreds of practice questions, and twice monthly live study groups with me. You can learn more and get 10 free practice questions at agentsofchangeprep.com. Welcome, this is Megan Mitchell with Agents of Change Social Work Test Prep. And today I am going to give you our top 10 tips to pass your ASWB exam. And these are going to be some pointers to help you along the way. And we will give links to some of our blog posts or other videos that are referenced throughout. If you are looking for more content, make sure you check us out at agentsofchangeprep.com and you'll find tons of information and resources there. So we have had thousands upon thousands of people take the test throughout the years, and we have come up with our top 10 tips to help you pass your exam. So we, like I mentioned before, we want to make sure that you are able to click the links because different topics that we have touched on before are going to be referenced. So make sure you spend some time checking out those links and take with you today what's going to be a fit for you and the way that you learn best. Which brings us into our first tip, which is understand your learning style. I cannot emphasize this enough. Every human being has a different learning style because we all have different brains. So before you even begin studying, you need to understand and really tap into your learning style. Um, There are many, many different kinds. There's visual, auditory, reading, kinesthetic learners, multimodal. So just make sure that you know how you learn best. And when you tap into how you learn best, you're gonna be able to maximize your performance. For example, some people do really well with just reading text on a page, white page, black text. That's not going to work for everyone. Um, Some people find that to be very overwhelming or unstimulating. So they might be more someone that's more of a visual learner and they need color coordinated study materials. There's so many different things out there. So check out our blog post on learning styles and make sure that you don't select a learning platform or a learning program that is not going to be best suited for you because we know that materials can be very costly. So we do not want you to spend money because it might have worked for someone else, but it's not a fit for you. So make sure you're doing your research before you purchase anything to make sure that it's going to be in line with your learning style. The second is master the code of ethics. I 
just want to reiterate how important the code of ethics is for this test. It shows up as about a quarter of the content that you're going to see, but really we know we cannot function or do our job duties as a social worker without adhering to the code of ethics. And this is going to be for all levels of the exam. So this is going to be the bachelor's, the master's, and the clinical level exams. You need to know the code of ethics. So I suggest you read it through in its entirety one time before you even really dive in to your studying. So right at the very beginning of your studying. And then I also encourage you to dive in and do a deep dive one time all the way through at the end of your studying. You want it fresh in your head as you are preparing for this exam, but you really have to have a solid knowledge and you really want the code of ethics to come to life because without being able to apply the information, it's just words on a page. You need to be able to know how to apply it in situations, how do you work through ethical dilemmas? And of course, we always wanna make sure that the best interests of our clients are first and foremost. This is huge. Our third tip is learn how to break down questions. And many, many, many people struggle with this because they might have a very strong content knowledge. They feel that they know all of the factual information, but that's not going to be enough for this exam. You need to have some sort of strategy to be able to take the question, pull out key details, and synthesize that information and piece it together. We at Agents of Change recommend our five W's approach, which is who, what, where, when, and why. And this is really our biggest tool that we recommend using on test day. It's really good to use when you get stuck on a question or it's very wordy or you're just needing some help breaking it down. So you can check out our five W's. We have a video, we have a blog post. This is really crucial to our test taking strategy and will help you break down those questions. Our fourth tip is to take the ASWB and other practice exams. Practice makes progress. So the more practice questions that you're able to work through, the better able you're going to judge your progress towards your goals. You're not going to know how you're doing if you're not, if you don't have any benchmark. So we suggest 100% to take the ASWB practice exam because that is put out by the ASWB. It will allow you to get very familiar with the software that will be used. And we also recommend that you're doing multiple practice exams throughout. Um, people always say, what, what should I do? How do I know if I'm ready? Only you will know if you're ready and that's different for everyone, but we encourage a buffer of at least 10 points on any full length practice exam because we know that the testing environment is going to be a little bit more stressful, you might have anxiety, and when you're taking these practice exams in your home, you'll probably have a much lower stress level. Um, if you are looking for practice questions, we have um, two full-length practice exams um, offered. One is included in our package, and we have an additional one that you can purchase as well. So that those are good places to get some practice in as well. Also, a good practice exam will give you rationales. If you get just someone sends you some questions and you, it gives you the answer, but it doesn't tell you why it's right, that's not a good practice question. So make sure that you are really picking materials that are solid questions that are going to help you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The fifth tip is to practice self-care. And I would think this is probably the most important tip because if you are not your best self in all dimensions of wellness, you're going to really struggle to find the time, to find the energy, to be able to be successful. This is a really lengthy and sometimes stressful process. I don't know anyone that's like so excited. They're like, this is going to be the most wonderful thing of my life. I can't wait right? It's a big change. It requires effort. So it's important that you have the right strategies to manage your anxiety and stay motivated up until test day. And you're going to need to practice self-care. And this this can we can go much deeper into this, but make sure you check out some of the resource we have around the eight dimensions of self-care. And it's just important to note that if you're not in a good mental and physical place, if you're if you are overwhelmed, if you're tired, if you're working three jobs, if you barely have time to sleep or eat properly, you're probably not going to be able to perform at your full potential. So you got to think of how charged is your battery. You want your battery to be as close to 100% on test day so that you can be your best self. And I often tell people this can be really hard to admit to ourselves that maybe we're not in the best place to be able to sit for the exam. So you want to make sure that you are practicing self-care leading up to test day and in the studying process. If you are looking to manage your anxiety and increase your study motivation, I know a lot of people are not motivated to do this. We have some strategies in our blog blog post linked here. Our sixth tip is to join a study group. And of course, this would be if this works well for your study and learning profile. Um, But why are study groups so great? Because we are often as social workers, social beings. We really thrive off of those social interactions and it can be a good place to bounce ideas off of people, to just process and to just have some support as you are going along in this process. So working with a a small group, I would say if you're going to have a study group, make sure it's not too big, right? Make sure it's going to be a group that's actually helping you and it's not distracting you. So working with others is a tool that can help you as you are developing those skills. You will most likely be in consults and other peer groups as you move forward in your career. So it's a good idea to tap into this now. So um, agents of change, if you are a customer of ours, we have two live study groups each month. And this is great for those kinesthetic hands-on learners. A lot of people have said that this is their favorite part of the study program, is to get these study groups to be able to connect with other people preparing for the exam. Our seventh tip is understand the helping process. This is going to be crucial because we can't really answer any questions or engage with clients if we don't understand the helping process and the steps involved with it. So 
if you're saying, thinking in your head, what is the helping process? Make sure you are familiar with this before test day. And this is going to be especially helpful for questions that ask you, what do you do first? What do you do next? Because it can help you identify where you are with that client. Are you engaging with the client? Are you in active skill building with the client? Are you terminating the client? So that acronym, acronym we use is eat a pie today, engagement, assessment, planning, intervention, evaluation, and termination. And those are the different steps that we work through with clients, regardless of setting, um, but it's going to be really helpful and essential for you to be familiar with that. We also have a video and a blog post on that if you are looking for more details. This one's huge. Avoid ASWB myths and misconceptions. So don't believe everything you read on the internet. Um, you really need to be mindful that if you are talking to people on social media or going on different sites or Facebook groups, that the people you're engaging with, you can trust. Um, there are so many people that will tell things that just are not true. So make sure you're doing your own research and you are connecting with people that are legit. And I will say even real people because there's a lot of bots out there now that are created and um, there's a lot of scams going on. So you want to avoid that and you want to make sure that you know what is true for the ASWB exam and what is not. There will be a testing booklet that they give you and you can find some of the information online but i have heard all sorts of things that are just simply not true that have circulated out there on the internet so you want to avoid falling into these traps or misconceptions for example a misconception is it's like impossible to pass this exam right that is an exaggeration the stats are available for you to see what the passing rates are. I've also heard people say things like, if you're within one point, they'll just let you pass. That's also not accurate as well. So make sure you really utilize the ASWB site to be able to reference information and get the correct information. Because you don't want to go into the exam with false information. That's not going to help you. So make sure that you're well-informed before sitting for the exam. This is huge. You need to have some sort of um, exam week and exam day strategy. So you know when your test is and what are you going to do in that week leading up? That can be a very crucial time to make sure you're practicing that self-care, to make sure that you're just doing like light review and you're not overdoing it and over cramming during this time. So you wanna make sure that you are minimizing that last minute stress but knowing that stress is going to be normal, that's part of the process, because for many people, this is something that's really important to them. And you want to maximize your focus. So maybe you are going to bed earlier the week leading up. Maybe you are taking walks in the evenings. Um, it can be a variety of different things. On exam day, you want to make sure that you show up early, because if you're late, you could be denied access. You want to make sure you have your IDs. And you want to make sure you eat before the test. Um, I can't think of anything worse than being hangry and getting shaky and your blood sugar crashes during the exam. 
Um, you might think, oh, this is so easy. I, I'm, I'm fine for test day. It's, it's going to be totally fine. Make sure you have some sort of strategy or plan um, because there are times that I've heard people that forget to eat or they don't sleep the night before and then they're totally exhausted. So make sure that you have some sort of strategy or plan leading up to your test day. Our last tip is to ensure that you're ready to take the exam. And you want to ask yourself, am I ready to take the exam? No one can answer that question for you. So people will email me and say, do you think I'm ready? And I say that, you know, I can't determine that. Only you will know if you're ready. And how do you determine if you're ready? Are you being, do you feel confident, right? If you go into this thinking, I'm going to completely fail it, you got to switch your mindset. So you might be ready content wise, but you might not be ready with your mindset. So you want to um, make sure that you're in a good mindset, you feel confident, you feel ready to do your best on test day. Also, a good indicator are going to be those practice exams, how comfortable you feel breaking down questions. It's, it's a holistic um, question that you want to ask yourself, am I able to confidently go in and do my best? We have a pre-test checklist that could be helpful if you are wondering, did I do all the things that I need to do? You don't want to miss any key content areas. You want to make sure that you are your best self, making sure you're sleeping, eating properly. So um, I, that's really a self-reflection question. Am I ready to take the exam? And you will know if you are ready. And there's nothing wrong with feeling that you're not ready, but don't let fear be the blocker, right? A lot of people will say, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then my question to them is, will you ever be ready? Right? You do not have to get 100% on this exam. So if you are someone that leans on the perfectionist side, and you're thinking, well, I'm not scoring like perfectly, that's okay, right? You just need to ask yourself if, if I am ready, here's the tools that I have. If I'm not ready, what do I need to be prepared? If you are looking for more content, like I mentioned previously, make sure you check us out. You can always contact us with any questions at agentsofchangeprep at gmail.com and we'll be happy to assist you and hopefully point you in the right direction. And as always, we wanna thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you subscribe to our channel on YouTube or our podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And remember, you got this. This is a tough process but you can do it. Um, and if you are struggling to find the motivation, this is your words of encouragement that you have to put yourself out there in order to see success. So thank you for tuning in and best wishes.